love this podcast? Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Hello and welcome to... (laughs) (laughs) Cut, cut, On a, re- on a regular basis, we are getting, we, and as we, I mean, the United States, we get clowned uh, by other countries and for good reason. Um, but this time, it's funny to me too, uh, because apparently we are, you know, we are now two years into getting the COVID vaccines. And for whatever reason, people have started posting the fake like trimmer videos again. Oh man. But my favorite though, are the, 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 the people on Twitter and other social media sites who take these videos (laughs) that are clearly fake. I mean, there's one of a lady, like she goes to press play on the camera and her hand is totally steady. And then she grabs her can of Heineken and is just shaking it all the way down. Like, girl, how many Heinekens did you actually drink? <laughs> I saw one that it was all it was it was a shot of uh, a person with painted toenails. Um, and first of all, don't put that on the internet for free. Sell that shit. Make some money. <laughs> um, but secondly, it was just like, you know, I've and I'm doing it right now. Like when, anytime I sit still for an extended period of time, like I I wiggle my foot just as something. To, it's nervous energy. And that's what it looks like. And I'm like, yeah. But shout out to the people putting video, uh, putting audio on top of them, like really funny songs, like. Like they're twerking as Sean Paul and Nicki Minaj. I really appreciate it. But, but also, people, um, that's ADHD. That's not a vaccine tremor. So we'll see your doctor. <laughs> Hello and welcome to It's Like This, your one-stop shop for everything pop, 
Culture that is. I'm Eliane. And I'm Greg. And welcome to another episode. Welcome back. Doing this week. Welcome back. Yeah. It's uh it's been a rough week. I I know I have accepted now that uh I am I am getting up there in age, uh, because for for the listeners, um Elian and I were both struck with like the same kind of weird stomach bug. And in the process of it, I have somehow thrown out my back. <laughs> so that's where we are. Oh, damn, damn. That's that's what we're doing. <laughs> We are in uh, our bed clothes. It's about 8.30 p.m., people, on the night that we're recording, and we're already in our jammies because it'd be like that. Yeah, we are up in age, but fuck it. But, you know, weird stomach bug aside, uh, we are not having as bad a week as Alec Baldwin is. Ooh, indeed. I mean, shit. He's definitely going to have some some GI problems from the stress this week because Alec Baldwin has been officially charged with manslaughter um, in connection with the incident on the set of his movie last year where a, was it a cinematographer or um, special effect operator, camera operator, she passed away when he holding the gun it fired and she died and not only he's being charged but also the armor the person in charge of you know like checking the gun before they bring it on to set and give it to the actor so that person has also been charged in connection with the death of that director so yeah you know i mean it's it's a hard one right because people are like well, he was acting in a movie and he didn't know that it was, but we don't know. We don't know all the, all the particulars, honestly. So whatever the investigation thinks that they have, they think they have something enough to, to be able to convict. So I guess we'll, we'll stay tuned for that. Oof. That was a rough way to start 2023. I thought, I thought my start to the year, I think he takes that. Right. Yeah. So, so what other interesting uh, celebrity happenings? You know, I was, I was like trying to look up topics to talk about. It's been kind of a slow week for, for pop culture. And that's kind of nice every now and then. We don't need a, a huge scandal every week. <laughs> I There was... <sighs> there was a story in, in particular uh, that caught my eye because it's... <sighs> And it's and it's one I'm torn about because, um, you know, one, the soundtrack to this film will feature what has got to be the gayest collaboration of musicians ever. Um, but at the same time, it's for a biopic that didn't need to happen. So for for those that don't know, um, Tom Brady is getting a biopic. Uh, God knows why. Um, I mean, is it a biopic or 
Is it just like a movie about old lady friends who like want to go see Tom Brady or something? I think that that's what it is. I don't think it's a biopic. I think it's it's like a comedy. So, you know, I, I honestly, I kind of want to see this. Um, it's called Brady for Brady. So, oh, is it? Well, okay. Now I have to like look this up because- I understood it as, yes, look, four best friends live life to the fullest when they embark on a wild trip to see their hero, Tom Brady, play in the 2017 Super Bowl. And the people in it, I mean, it's pretty fucking awesome. Jane Fonda, Sally Field, Rita Moreno, Lily Tomlin. Like, this is going to be fucking awesome. (laughs) Right? Like, I want to see this. I, I'm like, okay, I need to know where the premise for this came from. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. Right? Like this was definitely somebody's grandma and they they got the idea and decided to write a movie and I'm super fucking happy that they did. <laughs> but but the what got me was who is going to be, okay, in the... Oh my God, why am I losing my train of thought? Oh, in the soundtrack. So the title track for this soundtrack, are you fucking ready for who is going to be on it? Oh, Dolly Parton, Gloria Stefan, Cindy Lauper, Debbie Harry. I'm like fucking gagging. It's, it's and I know, I know the track itself is going to be just an absolute banger. And Belinda Carlisle, let me not leave her out. I mean, this is going to be the gayest song ever. You're correct. And I can't fucking wait. I can't either. And I cannot wait for the club remixes that will accompany this song because you know they're coming. (laughs) Absolutely. And you know what? Shout out to filmmakers who were like, yeah, let's do this movie. It's like the buddy comedy flick for ladies 80 and above. And I am fucking here for it. I am here for it. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like kind of, there was that uh, really bad film uh, a couple of years ago called uh, Book Club, where it was just a movie about this group of older lady friends who were gonna read 50 shades of gray oh i remember that i did not see that yeah it would be glad oh okay that was an anti-recommendation <laughs> <laughs> right not great not great not great but this this sounds cute i could i could be i could be down for this i i'm totally down for this totally uh, okay you know what? I was going to say that I'm not down for this, but I'm actually kind of fucking down for this. Okay. Travis Barker. <laughs> we haven't talked about the Kardashians in a while. So I, I just feel like it's only about time, you know? So he got a new tattoo and it's of Courtney Kardashian's eyes. And it's on his arm, like on the inside of his arm. So it's like, it's almost like she's staring at anybody who's looking at him. <laughs> And I love it. Like, back off. Listen, they're so weird, but I'm okay with it. 
Yeah, I mean, I for me personally, yeah, I wouldn't Brandy. do it. I mean, it's like the fourth um, tattoo that he has. But of you know, that's he's for, got for him. For him, it's her opera, name. She tattooed him herself. She tattooed "I love you" on his arm, and then there's something else somewhere. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I like that she tattooed I love you. And and it actually looked cute. Like she has nice handwriting. So, okay. (laughs) Yeah. They seem very low-key compared to like you know, all the all the other relationships in that family are very like front and center out there and you know, last time they were kind of top of the page headline was when he was in the oh, hospital. They've been laying super low since then. Yeah. yeah. But she's the low-key one. Yeah, this is know. true. Her and Kendall. You barely ever hear about Kendall. Yes. So, yeah. I wonder if Kendall's still dating that basketball player hmm. that she took to Courtney's hmm. wedding. Hmm. Oh my God. You know who I love though? There is a TikTok account. I don't know if you've seen her videos. Now I have to look up her name because I want to shout her out. She does like spoofs of the Kardashian show and she plays all three of them. Like she plays <laughs> Courtney, Kim and, and, um, Chloe. <laughs> oh, they are just amazing, funny, hilarious. Let me, I'm going to pause myself. You go ahead and talk while I go look her up because I need to shout her out. She's a great account. There, someone who does, and I am 100% certain on on this, um, that this next film we're going to talk about is in fact a biopic um, that I, I don't know that we needed just yet uh, because uh, this person's life tragically played out uh in the in the public eye uh but there there is an amy winehouse biopic in uh the works right now uh and the first pictures from the set have emerged and it is a train wreck it is a train wreck it looks super fucking low budget the the actress doesn't really look like Amy Winehouse. And I know that's not like the most important thing, but also it looked like the scenes that they were like filming were some very <clears throat> just sad things and that happened publicly to Amy Winehouse. And people just really feel like it's exploitative. Um, it's not necessary. Like it just, it feels icky. And that... <sighs> The the wig that the actress has on in the photo that I saw looks like comically large. Like, was that just me? It was not just you. Like, it almost looked like like a Leg Avenue costume of Amy Winehouse. Ugh. Like over exaggerated Peg Bundy ish wig that, but just dark. I don't know. It just it looks like that this Amy Winehouse film has the same budget uh, that 
the uh, live action Kim Possible film had, uh, which was all of like $15 and a couple of Big Macs. Oh, God. Not the Kim Possible budget. <laughs> Damn. Ooh, burn. <laughs> but seriously, we don't need any more biopics of celebrities who've had really tragic lives. I don't know. I just, what? I almost feel like we helped, we being the collective we. Obviously, not you and I. No, we did it ourselves. Just you and me, we're out here, like, just, just doing it. I kind of helped to get these people to these tragic places in their lives with, you know, our just, like, insatiable consumerism and stuff. And, and then now, even after death, we want more. We want more. It just, I don't like it. I don't like it. I absolutely agree. You know, I I feel like we we do not need an Amy Winehouse film. We don't need another Whitney Houston film. We don't need another Princess Diana film. Like, just let these celebrities, like, just let them, let them rest in peace. Like, enough is enough. If, if you want to make a biopic, do one about Nancy Reagan and let it be 90 minutes of a Nancy Reagan lookalike sucking dick from here to Oklahoma. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> Superhead part two. Oh, man, that would be hilarious. And I would watch that. I'm sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Uh, in in weird, very weird celebrity news, though. I, I had to, like, fact check this because I was like, ah. So Ben Savage, I don't know if you all remember him, but if you are like Greg, Greg and I <laughs> and of a certain age, that is Corey of Corey and Topanga fame from Boy Meets World. He filed some paperwork. And it seems as if he's interested in trying to run for Congress. Uh, California, stop it. Babies, we love you for all these other reasons. But like, enough with the celebrity politicians. I, I don't want this anymore. I We don't need this. Nobody asked for this. Corey, no. And and I will I will I will say this, um, you know. He clearly doesn't have someone in his camp who said, you know, look, here's the thing. Um, you know, recently um, his older brother, Fred, was uh, let go from the Wonder Years reboot for uh, some sexual misconduct allegations. Um, you know, if he thinks for half a second that any Republican is not going to run with that. You know, it's, you know, I, in, in my head, uh, and, you know, listeners correct me on this if I'm wrong, but, you know, to my knowledge, the only good, really celebrity politician has ever been like Sonny Bono. What a great example. He really was. Everybody loved him. Everybody did love him. Like his constituents loved him. Um, you know, 
Yeah, I, I, no, we, we don't need any more celebrity politicians. I don't think that there's anything wrong with people being qualified for the jobs that they seek. Like, give me somebody who's gone to college for political science at this point. I don't want, I, I want the nerd from the back of the, you know, from the front row of the classroom, always raising their hand. That's who I want. I want captain of the debate team. <laughs> I want, I want all the accolades. I do not want Joe Schmo to represent me in Congress. I don't. I'm sorry, but no. And being well-known does not make you good at legislating. I'm sorry. And that also goes for, uh, you know, some politicians who currently hold office. Um, um Hello. Whiteboards, put them away. Put put away the whiteboards. We don't need it. Like, I don't know what's going on in California, but you know what? I'm not going to talk too much shit because New York has some wild shit going on. And that's where we're going to leave the politics for today. <laughs> going going back to uh, tragic female icons, um, you know, Lisa Marie Presley recently passed. Um, and... Alanis Morissette and Axl Rose are going to uh, sing at her funeral, and I really like that. Yeah, it it was happening, I believe. I'm not sure if it was earlier today or if it was later yesterday, but they they did perform. And then, um, my God, what's his name from Smashing Pumpkins? Billy Corgan. So he, he played the acoustic guitar during one of the performances. It was very... It was like a very star-studded send-off to Lisa Marie. And I don't know. I just think that's that's what she deserved, <laughs> you know? Like, that's very on-brand for the Presleys. She deserved a star-studded, you know, homegoing. But I feel like she's another one that, like, everybody loved her. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was very sad. Yeah. Um, she, if... If you're not familiar, uh, she put out uh, some albums. Uh, she she made music for for a little while, um, and it's it's actually it's it's really good. Uh, her voice is a little reminiscent of her her father's. Um, but what what was wild was uh, when she when she released her first um, her first album, and she was putting videos out on MTV. Um, my aunt saw one of her music videos and apparently when she performed she moved just like her father to the point that like it was a little scary for some people so interesting bit of trivia there uh but definitely check out her music because it's it's actually really good and really really well written awesome well again rest in peace to her yeah and we don't need a movie about her no please don't do that don't freaking <laughs> capitalize on her death god damn it enough but that elvis presley movie with austin butler was good as fuck i will say that yeah it was good as fuck was it i was hesitant to watch it but he seems like he's very much method acting like he he still like has the accent it's a little weird he still has the accent he got shaded on uh instagram by selena gomez <laughs> I saw that. She was like mm. crying, crying, laughing. 
Oh, well, let's end this, you know, week's topics on a very high note. Oh, to be the queen herself, Beyonce, and get paid like $24 million to perform at the Atlantis opening in Dubai. Holy crap, okay? Holy crap, okay? Oh, and by the way, she did not perform any renaissance. So smart. So fucking smart. She's so fucking smart, that bitch. I love her. Oh, my God. Yep. She didn't perform anything from Renaissance, but Blue Ivy was there with her. And there was such a cute clip of Blue Ivy performing with Beyonce. And you could tell that Blue Ivy was like really starting to feel herself and was about to shake her ass. And Mama Beyonce like just like touched her and gave her a look like simmer down, bitch. (laughs) Number one, you will not outshine Mama. Number two, girl, you a little girl. Don't don't even try it. (laughs) She gave me mom Beyonce in that moment. And I I love it. I, you know, and the video clips and the pictures and like, I would sell any member of my family into the white slave trade to be there. (laughs) I would sell my whole family. Listen, got me already thinking of ways to like hustle some money for these tickets. Isn't she going on tour this year? Like we need to start saving up, Greg. Decide which family members you're going to sell first, okay? (laughs) Like, just, like, there were parts of the stage that moved. There were pyrotechnics. There were fountains. There was water. My girl was singing with water, like, blasting her in the face. And she did not even miss a fucking beat. She didn't miss, she didn't skip one note, nothing. It was unbelievable. She earned that money. Mm. And she looked fantastic. That costume was. Yes. Queen. The queen. (laughs) Well, that leads us to my very favorite part of our show. BuzzFeed quiz time. First quiz done. So, which quiz did we take this week, which we will post for you guys on the socials? It is, which fashion core matches your style best? This was a weird quiz, and I I picked it because I I liked the idea behind it, and you know I thought there would be some interesting questions, and you know thought it would be fun. I it was not. There were there were some odd answers, and like it's I had already sent you the link and already done it and screenshotted my answer, and I was like, well, fuck, there's no going back now. Um, But I got uh, something that is known as uh, Gorp Core. Uh, 
Uh, it says you dress as if you are embarking on an alpine expedition, even though you're probably just walking 50 feet to your car. Anyone that knows me knows that I wear jeans and hoodies like all year long. Um, so I, I, I don't know. Okay, so I thought the same thing about this quiz. <laughs> and that's why I I actually had a backup. I just sent it to you. So I'm gonna share my 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 result from this quiz, but I think we're gonna take this other one. Um, so I got cottage core. It's all about the simple things. You dream of a more peaceful existence, living off the land. No, the fuck not. I do not want to live off the land. Give me a high rise, okay? A fucking penthouse and a high rise. That's what the fuck I want. So, so I sent you a different one because I was already like, I don't know about this. So, listeners, right now we are going to take the what's your 2023 aesthetic quiz and you know just enjoy this this musical stylings until we're back taking the quiz. So now that we've taken this quiz um, and I've we've both gotten our answers, I feel in my heart of hearts um, that we have gotten the same answer on this quiz. I hope so. <laughs> It'd be fun. <laughs> so I got rom-com core. Me too! <laughs> <laughs> that is what we are definitely, that is the vibe we are both bringing into 2023. We are living our own personal rom-coms here, people. What's the description say? It says, embrace your inner main character in 2023 with fashion from the early aughts. Mm, hard pass on that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, channel inspiration from the iconic yellow silk gown from How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days or Jennifer Garner's striped number from 13 going on 30. Don't forget slip dresses, tube tops, mini skirts, and cargo pants. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's giving me like late 90s, early 2000s fashion vibes, and I am here for it. All right. You know, there were a lot of uh, a lot of cargo pants in the uh, spring summer shows that are happening in the fashion weeks all over right now. Um, so I think cargos are coming back. Um, I don't mind cargo pants. I think cargo shorts are an abomination. It is. And they should be just burned. Burn them. Kill them with fire. But I will break out a tube top again, okay? Just like let me wait till summertime, okay? I get my body right. <laughs> so now that we're heading into recommendations, I feel like it's very fitting what my recommendation is going to be this week. So I'm going to just go ahead and go first. I have a recommendation. It's not new at all. It's old as fuck. And I think it just started 
streaming on Netflix because I just noticed it. I don't know how I missed it before if it was there, but I have been rewatching Moesha. And it is amazing. It is still so good. So <laughs> ah, it just it just gives me late 90s to early 2000s like goodness. I love it. I love the fashion, the hair, the music, the guest stars. Just phenomenal. Top tier television. Please watch it. It's on Netflix. Moesha. I love that. So I have actually two recommendations this week, and they are actual recommendations. Um, so the first is um, something that all of the listeners can partake in for free um, from the comfort of their own homes. There is a new issue of Dear Dean Magazine out right now. It is completely free. Uh, if you have not yet subscribed, uh, go to deardean.com slash subscribe. And uh, it's like I said, it's totally free. Shows up in your inbox once a month. Um, and it's, you know, it's a fantastic read start to finish. There's always really, really, really good uh, thoughtful articles in it. Uh, 90% of actually 99.999% of the content in the magazine comes from uh, independent creators. Um, so definitely check that out. Again, it's www.dear.com. D-E-A-R, Dean, D-E-A-N, dot com, slash subscribe, and, uh, you know, get in on that. Yes. I've contributed to that magazine before a couple of times, okay? That's articles in there. <laughs> and my second recommendation is something, uh, is a song that I stumbled on from a suggested reel on Instagram. And I am absolutely obsessed with the song. I'm absolutely obsessed with uh, this artist now. Uh, she's she's fantastic. Her name is Maya the Dawn. And uh, her song, Telfy, is a fucking banger. Okay, I'm going to have to go listen to it. It is it is a 2023 bad bitch anthem. Yes. I need that energy. It samples um the thong song, the violin riff in the thong song. Uh, so that's a plus, <laughs> but there's a line in it where she goes, uh, this dress looks good because it's on me. And I was like, yes. yes, bitch. Yes. Yes. She's fabulous. I love her. Song is called Telfy. It's by Maya the Don. Please check it out. Run her streaming numbers up because I am obsessed. <laughs> yes. Well, this was a fun little episode. Yeah, not bad for a Sunday night. Right. Thank you all for joining us. And, you know, we'll see you back again next week. And until then, I've been Ray J playing five different characters on Moesha. And until next time, I have been the odd emergence of leather joggers.
in men's fashion. <laughs> See you all next time. Bye. This has been a Rod Wharton production, all rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.